the interview with the ex-partner, usually myself, is the final step of the application process, the third and final step. And really, it's a chance for you to learn about firms consulting, but also a chance for firms consulting to learn about you. And remember, in this process, you've, we've obviously been, um, you've been talking to the firm, usually myself, one of the other partners. Uh, you've sent in your application, we've reviewed it, we've chatted to you a few times over mail, you've done the online test, we have the results, you've gotten a chance to know about us a bit more by playing around with the online test and seeing what we have placed an emphasis on. And now it's a chance to tie that all together. I would say that there's a couple of ways to consider, a couple of ways to plan the online interview sorry, the, the in-person interview. And I think it's important that you listen very carefully to the advice that's going to be provided into this podcast. We are not expecting people to be good at cases for the online interview. It's, it's not going to happen, right? We know you wouldn't be in the program talking to us if you're good at cases. You know, wh why join the program? Why, you know, apply for the program if you're good at cases? You wouldn't be applying. You just go and apply yourself to join McKinsey and BCG and so on, right? So we're not expecting outstanding case skills here. Secondly, I must be quite honest to you and tell you that everyone fails the screening interview. Everyone fails. 100% failure. So if everyone fails the screening interview, we are looking for the degree to which you fail it and the reasons for failing it. Right? The screening interview is meant to be tough. We want to put you under pressure. And the reason we don't want you to prepare is because we want to see you at your worst. I don't want to see someone who spent three weeks preparing for this and dazzles me because they had three weeks to prepare, but then when they join the program, when they actually get into the program, they're struggling to keep up because we're doing two cases a week and there's no three-week break between the cases. So it's important we see you at your worst, so don't prepare for cases. And in fact, we give you such tough cases that even if you prepared, you probably couldn't handle it anyway. That's I've made sure of that in reviewing the kind of questions the coaches ask in the screening interview, right? And since I do almost all of the screening interviews, well, I've done all of them up to now, I'm probably going to continue doing that. I'll, I'll guarantee that continues going forward. Now, how does the screening interview run? The screening interview is run in two parts. In part A, you get to ask us any question you want. It's completely open-ended. You can ask us anything. You can talk to us about the latest movie you watched. I don't have a problem with that. You can ask us about your resume. You can ask us about a McKinsey partner you met and what we think of him. It doesn't matter, right? We don't care about the questions you ask us because that's not why we've structured part A to be an open-ended questionnaire. We've structured part A to be an open-ended questionnaire so that you and I can have an open line of communication and I can see how you communicate with me and through that process, I can assess your communication skills. It's not important what you ask us, but more how you communicate what you ask us, right? If you want to ask us questions about um, you know, consulting firms, we'd obviously appreciate that, but it's not necessary. Completely open-ended. Very important part of the screening interview because we can, you know, the more you ask us things that you are comfortable about, the more we'd expect you to do better in your communication. So it's about, the, the philosophy here is that if we put you on your own turf, we should expect to see the best of you, right? So the first part, we expect to see the best of the candidates. So here we want to see the best of you. That's the philosophy, because if you're asking questions that you are thinking up and you are comfortable with, there should be no problems here, right? You should be, you know, just waltzing along, no problems. Then we want to flip it around. In part B, which usually lasts about 30 minutes, 
we shift and we lead and we ask case questions go through your resume make sure we have all of the information required and so on now as I mentioned before we don't expect you to pass this case we don't expect you to have exceptional case skills a couple of other things you need to understand we are not going to allow you to finish the cases it's a very important reason for that as soon as you do enough of the case such that I can deduce the approach you are using to solve the case I will stop you the approach is more important than the final answer as soon as I can extract the method I'll stop you because I can see the method you are using right and as soon as I, I can see enough of the method and your communication style in the case I will stop you beyond that if I stop you or before I stop you anyway don't worry if you're doing badly now, this is a very important thing so you gotta pay attention to this firms consulting does not admit people into the program that do very well listen to that again firms consulting does not admit people into the program that do very well because why in the world would we admit someone into the program who was going to get into McKinsey anyway there's no point in us doing that so if you do very well you may not be admitted into the program on the other hand if you do very bad you also may not be admitted into the program so what I'm trying to tell you here is that if you don't know what we are looking for at least enjoy the process don't worry if you make mistakes don't worry if you don't say exactly what you were thinking of just go through it and enjoy it you don't know what we're looking for therefore you don't know whether you're doing well if you don't know whether you're doing well you can't constantly assess your performance as you are speaking and if you don't have the need to constantly assess your performance while you are speaking uh, go you shouldn't be distracted having to constantly assess your performance as you are speaking so just relax and enjoy the process right that is the way we run things it's a very simple process we just want to get the best out of you and see how things go now we may ask anywhere between five and four questions it really depends on what time of the month you interview with us because if you interview early in the month we're probably going to ask you more questions if you interview later in the month we have more of a sample group to compare you against right and I'll talk about that in the next podcast but the bottom line is that when you come into the cases first half you run it with the questions you have second half we run it with the questions we have you don't know how we're assessing you don't expect to do well don't worry if you do badly and by all means you know don't worry if we stop you midway through because we're not going to let you finish answering the questions now if English is not your first language you should not worry most of our candidates don't have English as their first language it's usually a second language for them if you're concerned and you're a bit shy and nervous and so on also don't worry we're not here to put you under a lot of pressure this is not an interrogation interview we don't we don't test you by putting you under a lot of pressure that's not our approach in the screening interview our approach is really to give you questions and you know we'll encourage you and help you along and so on so if you if you're nervous about the screening interview don't be it's not something that's going to make you feel bad about yourself it's really about getting to know you and obviously you need getting to know us as well the most important thing in the screening interview beyond the technical side is is will i like you i i never will will admit someone to the program that i do not like and and the reason for that is simple if i don't like you i'm not going to try harder to help you it sounds harsh but at the end of the day this is not a business transaction this is a former partner of a major consulting firm wanting to help a talented young person or a talented person if you're an experienced hire and and you know wanting is a very important part of that equation 
if I don't want to help you, I'm going to not put the effort into review your emails, call you when I think you're you know struggling, and generally put your best interests first. So the chemistry between myself and you is important. Sometimes if you and I don't have a good chemistry, I'm okay with it because I will think of which is another coach who may work better with you, one of the four we have. And if you know you don't have a good chemistry with me and I think you'll have a better chemistry with another coach, you may have to do a second screening interview with him. But the bottom line is the likability factor is very important. And the ethics as well. We're never going to ask you, are you ethical? That's not going to work. But through the stories you tell us, the examples you give us, and the general conversation we have, I, we can deduce that. I'm not saying we're perfect, but we're not very far off the mark as well. So take the screening interview very, very carefully because it's a, it's a very important part of our process. It's something that we will never, ever move away from.